Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. Uh, waiting for my co-host to call in. Let's see what he has to say about shit. But, um, yeah. Let's see what this has to do. do, 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 do. Is it me you're looking for? Yeah. How are you seeing me? Hello? Do you hear me? Yeah. How are you this evening? How are you this evening? Has the show started? Yeah. Oh, God. I'm fine. I don't know. How are you? (laughs) (laughs) I'm tired. Why are you so tired, right? Have you been taking your vitamin C? Uh, Let's see. No, I'm I'm probably uh, lacking in vitamin C. You're right. Uh, what's the vitamin that the sun get, provides? C. C? Okay, well, I'll get some of that. Yeah. Uh, I don't drink... <laughs> I'm not drinking enough screwdrivers, apparently. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I think my vitamin C levels have been depleted. And how about you? I don't know what. I don't know. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How's the last week been for you? How's the what? The last week been for you? It's been hit or miss. Yeah. Well, in what way? Um, well, it's been hit when I've been able to spend time with her. Who? Say it again. Again, I I, I couldn't hear you. I'm sorry. I said it's been hit whenever I've been able to spend time with her. With who? That's when I have it. Oh, with uh, Barb? Yeah. She going to call in? (laughs) The only thing that stays the last show. Let's figure out a way to. Yeah. to, to she she did text me. I cannot call it anymore. I'm sorry. I can't talk to him on that level. But I feel that if we could just trick her into doing it again, we could have a better show. Because I 
I'm telling you, the last show where we just lambasted you for um, 15 minutes was didn't, it was absolutely hysterical and fun. <laughs> so if we could just keep doing yeah, that. And we just, I don't yeah, think I'm, that I'm going to be, like, uh, in any way, uh, what I'm looking for. I don't know. Can't help you there. A betting. Because of that situation. Uh, <laughs> a betting? A betting. Oh, that she would call in. Oh, hating and betting. Her calling in. This way, I, there's no way I should. I will be enabling that situation. Let me put it that way. Well, I could call. I could. I could text her right now and say, "You, you absolutely, a hundred percent, need to call me because I think that um, I'm having a heart attack." And then she calls me, and I just three-way her, and I'm like, "Hey, you're on the show again." <laughs> And yeah, we could see how many weeks we could pull off something like that. <laughs> We'd be like, no, because like, she James is trapped you, in the James is trapped in the Holland crying. Tunnel. Please get <laughs> it's collapsing. Please, like, she actually call. would call you, but she would be like crying like incon- uncontrollably, and then she'd be so fucking pissed that you lied to her. Well, I mean, I don't know. She's already so pissed at you. Might as well, you know, I might as well join, you know, the ranks at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Well, James, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to say. Um, And I really have no idea why we're even talking. (laughs) 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 Um. Uh, I hope you're doing fine. How, how, how are you uh, <clears throat> feeling about the upcoming holiday season? Pretty blah. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> no, it's a pretty blah. Oh, yeah, pretty blah. <clears throat> Although I, also, I have already watched quite a few Christmas movies. <laughs> Okay. Okay. What was the uh, what, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Christmas movie you watched this year? Well, it's my favorite one of all time. I've watched it already. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. Yes. How did I get that? And I also <laughs> it always has been. <laughs> then I watched. I think well, Home Alone Two with her. I think that's her favorite Christmas movie for some reason. Oh, no, he really? Oh, and why two is is an, is is an interesting question. I don't know. I could be wrong on that though. A lot of a lot of women have this weird um, attraction to Tim Curry. You know, a lot yeah. of people like Home Alone two, and it seems to be women because of Tim Curry. Uh, I don't pretend to understand it. Uh, but you know, I like him too. I just I don't know why women like him so much. Right. Um, the Home Alone movies to me are um, excruciating to sit through. <laughs> They're just like so fucking like sappy and saccharine. They just drive me up a fucking wall. And then you know, probably the last time uh, where uh, you're just leaving your kids alone to watch cartoon violence and then try to figure out for themselves that if they hit someone with a bedpan, you know, with a, 
with a fucking frying pan over the head, you're going to kill your brother. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> or, yeah. Um, there was a good movie I watched recently called, uh, it's a uh, horror-themed uh, Christmas movie called, oh, God damn it. See, this is why we shouldn't do the show without, uh, when you, you just call me up and say call me. Um, uh, better watch out. And they have a sequence in it where, long story short, you've got a couple of sociopathic uh, tweens. And mm-hmm. they had had a bet at one point on if you did have someone sitting um, on one floor and you swung a paint, a full paint can from a second floor and hit them in the head, would it kill that person? And, of course, as the movie proves, yes, it would kill the person. Because <laughs> you've, like you've got like 30 pounds of weight swinging at, directly at a person's head. Yeah, it's going to kill them. <laughs> but in, 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 the, you know, in the world of Home Alone, it does not. You know what movie I haven't seen yet this season? A Christmas Story. Well, you'll see it uh, 35 times on Christmas. Or like uh, you know, the two days leading up to, during, and then after. Not a bad movie. I kind of like it. I tell well, you, I, I, like I it. Yeah. You know, it was directed by this guy named... Uh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Gene Shepard? Well, Gene Shepard was, I guess, it was based on his, like, writings, uh, childhood writings or something. I don't know anything oh, else about Gene Shepard. No, no, no. It was directed by this guy named uh, Bob Clark, right? And he directed uh, the original Black Christmas, which is another uh, horror Christmas movie. But it was from 1974 with, like, Margot Kidder and a couple other people. And it was, they, they call it like the prototype of the modern slasher because the premise is that there's a bunch of girls that, for whatever reason, can't go home for Christmas and they're living in a sorority house and there's a psychopath wow. living in the attic. And then he comes and he kills them in various ways. It was the first movie that had the trope of, uh, the phone call, and they realized that the phone call, they, they uh, traced the phone call back to the house type thing. So it was like yeah. really a good movie. And then, uh, same director, Bob Clark, uh, films uh, in Florida, but it's a Canadian production, um, Porky's, in 1980. Right? Oh my God, I used to love that fucking movie. I still do. I just, in fact, I just watched it about two weeks ago, and it stands up. It just totally What's stands it up. It's a is fantastic. It on a platform? Yeah, it, it's on Amazon Prime. <laughs> okay, so he, so he directs Porky's, right? And then yeah. uh, I think he did it for Paramount or whatever, and they said, "Listen, uh, we want you to do a sequel by next year." And he goes, uh, "Eh." I don't want to do a sequel to Porky's because that was just kind of my childhood memories and I don't want to do a sequel. And they said, uh, we need you to do a sequel. And he said, I'll tell you what, I want to do this movie called A Christmas Story. 
if you let me direct that, then I will, as soon as I'm finished directing it, do Porky's 2. So he had two uh, movies in 1982. One was Christmas Story and the other was, was Porky's 2. But, I mean, think about really? it. A director that. that made a classic horror movie that uh, influenced all horror movies after it, and then he does Porky's, which influenced, what, every comedy. teenage comedy since? And then he does Christmas Story, which might be, other than It's a Wonderful Life, the most beloved Christmas movie of all time. And no one even knows his name. It's Bob Clark. You know his name. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that, I mean, it's just kind of funny how, uh, I mean, you want to talk about three different genres, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, uh, looking at a movie like Porky's, and it's set in South Florida in the 1950s, and really, if you think about our experience in high school in uh, the early 90s in South Florida, it's only a little bit different. Yeah, I know. I mean, it really is. It's only a little bit different. <laughs> so Don't it's funny it's how, Florida. like... Just the students at a Florida high school during the 1950s have a series of comical sexual misadventures that make them everywhere that uh, take them everywhere from the girls' showers to Porky's, whatever. Yeah, to Porky's, yeah. But I mean, it is South Florida. I mean, yeah. Doesn't say South they show gators. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, great movie, great movie. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. Uh, it has, I guess, great great moments. You know, Jimmy Stewart is always someone. Yeah. What's, so give us like a – just stand up for it. It's a Wonderful Life and tell me why you think it's so great. Because it's like, first of all, you have this guy um, – George Bailey. Who's tall and handsome. What? Who's tall and handsome. Has a a tight little ass. Yeah. (laughs) But it starts out when he's like a little kid and he's working at like the druggist drugstore, like a little drugstore, like doing delivery. Is that how it starts out or is that when when he like, when they go back in time or does it actually start out like that? It starts out like that because the first part is God explaining to the angel, like his story up until Clarence. now. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Clarence. So it does start out like that. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, yeah. you're like bringing back memories are flooding. But I remember, didn't like he have a, an asshole boss when he was twelve that smacked him on the side of the head and made him go deaf in one ear. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing. So like, there was a it wasn't an asshole boss. He's the old man. And that day he had gotten like a telegram from the service that his son had died. So he like started drinking. So he was drinking. Uh And then like he was, because he was drinking, he like put the wrong pills 
in this bottle of medicine that he wanted him to deliver. And so he knows he didn't put the wrong pills. He's like, we have the diphtheria there, haven't they, sir? He's like, yes, yes. He's like, charge, sir? He's like, yes, yes. And he like looks at he's like, sir, he's like, just go, go, go. So he like <laughs> runs out and he like runs to his dad for advice. So he like well, he runs like he like sees outside like a store. It's like for corporal cigars uh-huh. and it says, Ask dad, he knows. So then he gets there again to ask his dad what to do. But his dad he goes to see his dad and his dad is already like in a meeting with Henry F. Potter. The richest and meanest man. Yeah, the, the dick. Yeah. Uh-huh. The dick. So then, like, he finally he just goes back with work, and uh, like, why did you live in the castle? So he's like really wasted now, and he's like, uh, what is it? And he's like, what are you trying to do? What are you, you know, what are you trying to do? kill that boy? And he like, starts smacking him. And uh, like his ear, cause, oh, his ears fucked up because when he was younger, he had to dive in icy he water. Into, uh, he fell into brother the brother from drowning. Yeah, he yeah he fell into the uh, water. Yeah, okay. But the whole thing no, he is didn't like fall in. he dove in to save his little brother. Yeah, and in uh, in uh, really chilly water, right, or frozen water, or whatever yeah, it was they call frozen. It. So they were like sweating uh-huh. on it or something. He broke through. So he had so, a bad ear to begin with, and then it was compounded by his, his uh, drunken boss whacking him across the head. Yeah. Right? So then yeah. he's like, I mean, you know. So then the kid's like, why did you take it? He's like, he's like, I know you're sad. You got a telegram. But there's, uh, you put something wrong in those pills. It's poison, I tell you. It's poison. <laughs> and then, like, the druggist, like, fumbles open the bottle and, like, he's like, like oh, yeah, it is arsenic. It's got, like, a, it's got, like, one of those pirate fucking uh, logos on it. <laughs> like, and crossbones on it. Holy shit. He, like, breaks open the capsule, like, pours a little bit on his finger and tastes it. And he's like, oh, oh. And then George Bay's like, don't hurt my story again. Don't hurt my story again. <laughs> He's like, oh no, George, George, I'm so sorry. Oh. You realize? I, I know, but, but it's like, uh, yeah, okay. But like, still, that would be like if I was a pharmacist. You know what I mean? I mean, it's awful, and he should have been jailed. It's like you know, uh, like every time a um, a bell rings and an angel angel gets its wings or whatever. Like in in that movie, you know this. Thematically, the thing is, like, every time your brother dies in war, you get to batter a tween until he's deaf <laughs> one ear. It wasn't his brother. It was his son. <laughs> oh, it was his son. Okay. <laughs> Could you imagine if that was just, like, somehow became a social norm that if you ever get um, – if you ever get notice that your brother has died in any kind of war, you get to batter your son until he's deaf in one ear. <laughs> it wasn't that just became kind of normal. It's like <laughs> it wasn't his dad who did it, it was his boss who did it. That's what I'm saying, and then you corrected me. So whatever. No, it was his uh, boss. I never said it was his dad. Okay. Well, at any rate, um, my point is that 
just because your brother died in war does not give you the right to batter a tween into deafness in one ear. <laughs> it wasn't his brother, it was his son. Okay, well, now you're, we're just splitting hairs. My point is, just because you get a telegram that your son has died in war does not give you the right to batter a tween into partial deafness. Can we agree on that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was not. It was never, that's what I love. It's like, oh, it was more acceptable. No, it was never. You know, it was never acceptable to whack your woman. It was never acceptable to hit your wife. You know, you know what I'm saying? It was never acceptable. Maybe at times they just showed it on, you know, they showed it on movie screens, but it was never something that was acceptable, especially to the women. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) (laughs) oh, my goodness. I mean, and oftentimes, too, like if you look at those old Hollywood movies, when it does come to violence, you know, like I can't believe that if you look at Gone with the Wind, I can't believe that Rep Butler didn't just like literally drag her down the stairs and hit her over the head with a hammer. You know what I'm saying? So like there were, yeah, there were like, it wasn't just, you know, casual, but it wasn't like, and leave it to Beaver. He was just whacking the shit out of June for like back talking. You know what I mean? (laughs) There was a handful of movies that showed a man slapping a woman. And usually it was because she was doing something like devising his death. (laughs) <laughs> you know, and he found out about it. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. So, anyways, uh, the uh, it's a wonderful life. It goes on yeah. from there, and then uh, you get to see like what things would be like had he not ever been born, or ha- had he committed suicide. No, had he never been born. Oh, okay. Well, he wouldn't have been, he would not have uh, been slapped around by a drunken pharmacist. So maybe that should have just been the end. (laughs) 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 Well, I'd have to go through that. (laughs) No, because when he wasn't born, this future he sees. The druggist actually did kill the little boy with the poison and spent time in jail and ended up like almost on the streets and shit. Yeah. Okay. So. Isn't that kind of what you'd want to happen to someone who batters your ear to the point where you go (laughs) down? I'm trying. I'm trying to find that. I'm trying to find where this movie starts to make sense. <laughs> and then what else happens? Uh, some his uh, what is it? His brothers in financial straits or something? Or no, his brother. What else? What else happens if he doesn't ever been born? Oh, if he hadn't been born, his mother, like, becomes an old maid who runs, like, a boarding house, and she's really, like, angry and mad. And uh-huh. um, his wife 
never married, and she becomes another old maid. She works like at the library. Um, <clears throat> what else? Hitler wasn't born. Oh wait, no. Hitler wasn't born. Wait, no. <laughs> Hitler got what? ran over by a train, and Stalin got the flu and died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all the butterfly effect. But any possible great thing that could happen, wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> well. <laughs> Yeah, so just a cavalcade of awfulness that occurs if he – and you know what yeah. the th- thing about George Bailey is when you do watch happen, the movie – what happens is like – so like here's, what, uh, how the ha- here's what takes place. So like he goes to get a drink at a bar at, at his local bar, which is like he helped the guy like buy a house from the savings alone so he knows him really well. And his name's mm-hmm. Martini, and his, his name of the place is Martini's. And so oh, he goes in clever. there. Uh, oh, earlier, okay, so earlier, like, there's so much shit that's going on, man. He goes, uh, listen here, Martini. Uh, I need a, a martini. And the bartender goes, uh, you want that dry? And he goes, uh, well, uh, speak into my right ear. And the bartender whispers in his right ear, do you want that dry? And George Bailey says, no, my right ear is the left. I was battered when I was 12, and I can't hear out of it. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm not going to tell you trying. anymore about it. No, 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 I want to hear more. Okay, because you like the movie. Go ahead. So... All right, so there's this guy. So after, okay, so he, like, go. he actually tries to commit suicide. He, like, jumps off a bridge into some icy-ass water. Oh, no, no, he does it. He's there, and he's contemplating he's going to do it. And then right before he does it, this old angel guy named Clarence. Clarence. Who just got yeah, sent down from heaven to save him. Played by Paul Lynn, um, right? I don't remember who plays him. Whatever. Fuck it. Um, it's joking. Go ahead. But, uh, so, he's an angel that doesn't have his wings yet. Because he's, like, kind of, like, slow. He's, like, an old man. He's kind of, like, a little goofy and slow. Yeah, he's, like, wayward himself. Because I remember, like, didn't they even show, like, in the beginning or something that, like, his star was off or something? Or uh, No, I don't think It's so. almost like... Well, it's almost like he's, um, you know, uh, on the on the spectrum or something. He's just not quite yeah, right. Yeah. Right. So, and he's like, he's like, there's a man down on earth named George Bailey who needs your help. And he's like, uh, what is it? Is he sick? He's like, no, much worse. He's, I think, lost faith or lost hope or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I think, oh, he's, I think it is. He's lost faith, yeah. I actually think it's hope. Oh, okay, hope. Same, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, uh, and he's like, and like, tonight at 10.15, he's going to attempt to take God's greatest gift from him. He's like, oh, no, his life. And he's like, yes. 
And uh, uh, so then, like, Gabriel's there, too. I think it's Gabriel. Another, like, God's assistant angel is there. And, uh, yeah, Gabriel would be, like, the right-hand guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so he's like, close your eyes. And then he closes his eyes. He's like, I don't see anything. He's like, oh, I forgot. You haven't gotten your wings. He's like, here, I'll help you. And then he's like, see anything? He's like, yes, it's amazing. And uh, he's like, who's that? He's like, that's your uh, proy. He's like, a boy? He's like, nope, that's back him. That's him back in uh, 1910 or something. And he's like, so like he watches his whole life up till now. And then, uh, so then at the point George Bailey's thinking about jumping off the bridge, he pull, he jumps off the bridge right before him, and John, George Bailey like jumps in to save his life, and they get out and they go into this like with people who used to watch the Bridge Shack or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? No, I have no idea. They used to they used to watch the bridge. I, I think maybe it was like a toll bridge or something. Or not a toll bridge, but what are those called? Those bridges that go up. Yeah, a toll bridge. Absolutely, that's what they were called. They would go up on. Uh, I think that's what they like were called. Them. Yeah, like the bridge would actually open up. Yeah. Oh, to, to let the, the, the ships go through, right? Yeah, they were called yeah. a toll bridge. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't make any sense. You don't pay a toll. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Um, I'll, I'll look it up right now, but go ahead. <laughs> um, so A drawbridge. A drawbridge, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. toll bridge with it, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, like, he jumps in the river first, and, of course, George Bailey jumps in to save him. And uh, they go into the drawbridge thing, the office or whatever. And there's, like, a stove there, and, like, they get um, dry. And he's, so George's like, why'd you jump in? He's like, I jumped in to save you. He's like, what? Um He's like, I knew you were going to jump in, and the only way I could save you was by having you save me. And then he's like, do you really think killing yourself would solve all your problems? He's like, well, maybe you're right. Yes. Maybe better fight. I would be like, yes, it would. (laughs) But go ahead. He's like, no, he's like, maybe it would be better (laughs) if I'd never been born. He's like, maybe it would be better if I'd never been born. He's like, oh, you mustn't say that. And he's like, oh, it's the truth or whatever. Yeah, and then and like, blah, 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 I've blah, got an idea. Trope. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. And then yeah. we've seen that but forever, I, right? I mean, it's kind of like, an, if you think about it, it's kind of like an inverse of, the, of a Christmas carol, right? Because, yeah, yeah it's like, um, I don't know. In Christmas carol, you're seeing... Uh, how he behaved when he was alive and then how he became, but like when you see how someone, uh, yeah, it, I mean, it's, it's a clever, it's really is actually an extremely clever idea that had only been, I, I guess, if you think about it, only done in that movie and it was done to perfection and it has rarely ever been remade. Even that, that simple concept 
of what would happen if I was never born. Well, the whole thing is, you could you could have a movie of what would happen if I took three seconds to blow my nose because there were so many things that could happen, you know. Again, that butterfly effect thing. But I mean, that's just that's what's so crazy about about life is that you know we we are incredibly unimportant yet we're very important just as cogs in the machine of whatever is going on. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But I don't know. Uh, Yeah, but I mean, it's wonderful. And fucking Jimmy Stewart, to me, is, if you're talking about like an everyman Hollywood star, he is better than Uh even Tom Hanks, don't you think? Oh, yeah, definitely. It's just fun to watch him. How about, have you seen Rear Window? Yeah. Oh, my God. He's so fucking kick-ass in that movie. Just playing a fucking guy. He's always like, and the thing is, when I was a kid, it was like Jimmy Stewart. You remember, we were the same age, you know? So you'd watch Jimmy Stewart. You'd watch him um, on, like, uh, Johnny Carson or something. And he just seemed like this doddering old man. Remember, he would come on and say, I've got a poem to read. And you'd be like, oh, for fuck's sake. (laughs) Like, I want to see Burt Reynolds next or whatever. And um, and then uh, even then when they were showing the Hitchcock movies like Vertigo and Rear Window or Rope or whatever it was, he still even looked old then. So you didn't really, you were just like, okay, that's Jimmy Stewart. But then once you get to a certain age and you start watching Jimmy Stewart and those movies from the 50s and 40s and 30s and you realize that he was actually young in them, um, he's fucking smooth as a motherfucker. I mean, he's so cool, especially in Rear Window. It's like you have, there is no doubt in your mind that he was able to fuck Grace Kelly. You know what I'm saying? Of course he wants yeah. to be with him. He's fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if I could turn you on to something, it would be, and I don't know if we've talked about this before, but uh, you could go on YouTube and uh, the old uh, Jack Benny show. The Jack, you know, the Jack Benny program. Yeah. Uh, there are like, it was like a running gag. There might be like four or five of the episodes with Jimmy Stewart and his wife, Gloria, and um, they're classic episodes. And the whole thing is um, they're neighbors, and uh, they don't, Jimmy Stewart really doesn't like Jack Benny, but Jack Benny thinks that they're friends, and Jimmy Stewart doesn't want to hurt his feelings. And so they just end up going out to restaurants or the concert or to the play. And Jack Benny makes a fool of himself. And Jimmy Stewart just tries to, like, distance himself. And they're just fucking fantastic. Yeah, I used to to love, when I was really young, I would say probably... Maybe 13 to like 16 or 17. I think it was on Nick at Night. I think we've talked about this before, right? Nick at Night. 
uh, well, used to be obsessed with it. In fact, we did <clears throat> because I, I, I was commenting on how you used to call me up at 2.30 in the morning and wake me up like with the phone and just go to me. It's Nick at night. It's TV done right. And then hang up the phone. <laughs> just to wake me up and let and let me know that you're watching Nick at night. <laughs> yeah. Real memory, like, asshole. There were like my fa- one of my favorite shows on there was the Groucho Mark show. Well, you bet your life. Yeah, you bet your life. Yeah, that was a game show. Yeah, I know. He was hilarious on it. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> wait. Hold on, I'm I'm trying. Oh, hold on, just vamp for a sec. Okay. Uh, yeah. So let's see. I used to also watch. Oh, the old Twilight Zone when I was younger. Those are great. What's your favorite one? Um, there was this one I saw where, uh, I don't know, I still blows my mind, but, like, during the whole episode, it's like this guy, he's, like, completely has his face covered in bandages, and he's, like, he's talking about how hideous he looks. And how he like the reason why he's vanished up is he just got this operation to try to look normal. And um Well, that's kind of it. You've got it a bit backwards. Because they're uh taking the woman in for the operation. And um all of the doctors are like uh if we're thinking of the same one, all the doctors are like, I hope this thing works out because otherwise she's going to be hideous. And then they undo the bandages oh, yeah, again, yeah, yeah, yeah. and she looks absolutely beautiful. And then they take their surgical masks down, and they've all got pig snouts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, what the hell? That's a, that's a simple kick in the ass. You know what I mean? That's a great, that's a great Twilight Zone. It's just a simple, right. swift kick in the ass where you go, oh, fuck, I wasn't even thinking, you know? I mean, yeah, those are great. Uh, how about the uh, the uh, terror of twenty thousand feet with William Shatner? You know, where oh, he's yeah, seeing the, the, uh, the thing eating <laughs> off the wing. Yeah, yeah. Because I was talking to my sister Jill because she actually has a fear of flying. To at one point, um, this was, I think, two years ago, they removed her from her seat and brought her to the back, <laughs> which is hysterical to me, you know. I don't know. But um, the great thing about, you know, the, uh, the fear at 20,000 feet or whatever it's called, or terror at 20,000 feet, is that it's, it's, uh, the whole episode is crafted perfectly to where um, he could just be out of his mind the entire time. You know, you could, if you're looking at, you know, him thinking there's someone on a wing, he's the only person who sees it. And he, he, they also kind of, um, in, in the backstory, say that he's got, A, major anxiety, and B, problems flying, and C, is trying not to drink so he could also be hallucinating. 
I mean, they just set it up perfectly. But, yeah. You there? James? James, did you... James? All right. Well, I guess my co-host is uh, missing in action. Um, there's no telling what he wants to do. It could be almost anything. I'm enjoying a cigarette. <clears throat> and I'm thinking about the Twilight Zone and how we all kind of are somewhat in it or out of it. I'm smoking a cigarette like Rod Sterling. He died of cancer. Hopefully I live to the ripe old age of 80. Hello? You there? All right. Well, <clears throat> we're on the show now. It was uh, fantastic, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Yes. Hello? 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 <clears throat> Hello? Can you hear Hello? me? Hello? Huh? Well, I mean, uh, I, I went outside and it stopped working, so I don't know what to say to you. But, I mean, this is hardly a... You there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. Are we still on? Yeah. Okay, hold on. What's the number? Why? Because I'm going to have... Uh, I'm going to try to have John Slamazical in. 516-590... Oh Zero three three nine. Zero three five nine. What? Five one six five. Five one six five nine zero zero three five nine. Okay. Yes. He could help us with our discussion of film. 
And all planets. <laughs> well, yes, he's, he actually, he is a little obsessed with homosexuality, <laughs> which I find to be like a very boring topic for the most part, unless you want to have sex with another man. <laughs> Wait, somebody else, is he calling in now? Uh, maybe he is. Somebody else? Is it 920? Might be. You know. I don't know, honestly. Just answer. Hello? Yeah. Hello, I'm here. This is John. Hey! John! John, <laughs> John <is> here. <laughs> Your no, voice sounds on, fantastic. John. I'm sure it does because I'm trashed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're doing our podcast. It's I'm telling you, it's been very, very lame. <laughs> but we are talking about Christmas movies. I guess that's kind of where it's. We, we, James and I have. Who watches Christmas movies? I don't know. James is okay. So like, um, what's your what is your favorite Christmas movie ish? Jesus Christ Superstar. There is, is there another uh, Christmas movie that anyone can even like? I don't know. James, what do you think about that? Oh, I think that's a ridiculous answer. It's not even a Christmas movie. <laughs> it's about you. It's Christ. the closest to a Christmas movie I can go to watch. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have, it, is, <laughs> it is true it wasn't like set like uh, there was there was, there wasn't a winter landscape with uh, bright lights. But I mean, I guess that would you know. But you know, leave it to John to fucking come up with this off the wall Jesus Christ superstar. Although, like, I don't, I'm not even sure if I like the movie, the movie, movie version of the play. Rhett, think about a single Christmas movie that someone who doesn't believe in Christ would watch. Think about one, because I would love to know one, because the only one I can come up with is Jesus Christ Superstar. Well, I'm uh, a big Love Actually. <laughs> Let's not even, don't even bring up Love Actually. But that's the only Christmas uh, movie that I can yes, think that's watchable. You know what? I would rather um, watch the last five minutes of Jesus Christ, oh, I'm sorry, the penultimate scene of Jesus Christ Superstar where he's dying on the cross for 10 minutes on a loop than watch Love Actually for 20 minutes. Yes, so. exactly. I would say the same thing with any Christmas movie ever made. Tell me a Christmas movie that is watchable. I'm not even telling oh, you. Oh, okay. Tell me a Christmas movie that is decent. Just watch okay. it. Okay. All right. What about it's James? Yes, because that's what we were talking about, which you, really is not you, a, you have no, to. <laughs> you, not if you're a three-year-old with a fucking intellect of a fucking mongoloid, yes. <laughs> Fantastic. One of the best. But if you can think, if you're a human being, yes, wish and you have wings. Well, I, I, and I think you that know, you might be on it. Think, I think the three-year-old mongoloid population has kept um, It's a Wonderful Life a classic for the last fucking 75 years. There's something about those, those three-year-old mongoloids and their taste in film that really can, you know, keep a, a movie good. It's not just films. They can pick them. I'm telling you. Uh, 
I am telling you, they are great. They're great with politicians. They're great with films. They're also great what? with South American. A three-year-old mongoloids? Yes. Three-year-old <laughs> mongoloids are great. They can put South American dictators in power like no one else. <laughs> Have you not noticed this? No, I, 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 yeah, it's hard to disagree. Um, and and uh, you're like you're the new Alex Jones. We just need to blame everything on gay frogs and three-year-old mongoloids. Exactly. exactly. Uh, polling, where are you? I'm here. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, for Christ's sake, stick up for your "It's a Wonderful Life." He was on for a half an hour about "It's a Wonderful Life." It's a wonderful life. Stick up for yourself. His takes obviously are horrible. He's like, oh, I only listen to Philip Glass. I like the Hours movies. Well, let's think of uh, some other um, Christmas theme movies. Oh, we, uh, John and I, I think, did, John, did one Christmas movie that's watchable. I will, I, I will go down whatever argument you're going down, but just give me one that's watchable because I don't know one. Uh, well, one. you know what? Let me think about it then because you, because we, I wasn't even thinking on that level. Um, the only closest thing that I can come to is a Christmas story. And it's bare. Oh no, we talked about that, and I like that movie. I love it. I like and you know what, John? Still, it's barely watchable. It's a series of, I think, mostly successful vignettes. Everyone's likable. It doesn't That's have true. any kind of it doesn't have any kind of overarching theme. Um, in that way, it's very That's one of those. <laughs> it's, yes, it's one of those movies that's uh, made in the early 80s. I think it took a while for it to get released, so it even has more of a 70s vibe, and I dig it for that reason. It's still not great, but it's really good, and it has great moments. Um, well, a Christmas care. Uh, I mean, sorry, uh, A Christmas Story. It's, still, it's also a horribly sexist movie. Well, who cares? Not survive for a second. Oh, it was it was set in nineteen forty six. We make. <laughs> Rats. I mean, that I'm making them. You know this. Come on, devil's advocate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, uh, if if it is sexist, it's because it's set in the sexist era. You know. Um, now I'm trying. Okay, you're right about that. Okay. Um, I I do actually like it's a wonderful life. Um, for what it's worth, um, and I'm trying to think. Uh, I, we did I, have a. I can go along that line a lot better than I can go along Miracle on 34th Street. Oh no! Uh, for, fuck I that movie. I still am not a big fan of It's a Wonderful Life. I think it's still fucking diluted. And I mean, if you're a male from the 1950s, I'm sure you love it. But if you're anyone else in the world, no. <laughs> And I know but even I don't think a male in the 1950s would even want to watch it. So I mean, it's it's it's, it's uh, written, produced for kids to watch. That I guess if you're if you're going to be uh, thinking about it on those terms, would be to uh, 
entrenched patriarch- patriarchal views or whatever. But I don't even care. It's just a bad movie. I'm trying to think of, um, <clears throat> I guess. I want, I'm want. i still waiting for a watchable Christmas movie, just one watchable. Well, I mean, do you know what I can oh, watch and I just watched? Do we consider that watchable these days? Yes, the it is watchable. watchable. But today is it watchable? Think about it. Little kid being invaded by fucking adults in the house by himself. These days, not so watchable. Oh, what was that Christmas well, movie? Yeah, I don't even know it was a movie. It might have been a series with Chris Maloney. Chris Maloney. Not, I don't know. Why is He's on Law and Order. It's all like something. It's not Bad Santa, but it's something like that. Hold on, let me look him up. Oh, Bad Santa is actually. Thank you. That's not a bad one. The it's not really a Christmas movie at all. Yeah, I wouldn't call it. But Christmas the original Bad Santa is not no. a bad movie at all. I would call it a good it's, movie. I have no problem calling Bad Santa a good movie. And if you want to call no. it a Christmas movie, I I can't disagree with you. But I, I think that it's calling it a Christmas movie. But I. I don't. I don't think it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's a Christmas movie at all. But yeah, I guess it's. I guess the whole idea is it's set during that time period. But it's just. It's not a Christmas movie. Christmas movies. I, I think. In the same way, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Yeah, and. You know what I mean? Like, is it? Yeah. I mean, it's a, you know it's I mean? a great movie, but I ne- had never, and that's a cliched thing now to call Die Hard a Christmas movie. Is it a Christmas movie? Who so, fucking knows? In the traditional sense, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Yeah. It was released at Christmas. Oh, I was thinking, the Christmas. show I was thinking of, I don't know, uh, I'm sorry, I don't know if I had to do it. I thought he played a Santa Claus in it, but I could be wrong. It's Happy. Happy he does not he play a Santa Claus. He's a delusional person that, that sees unicorns. That don't actually exist. What are we and talking it about? It is nearly unwatchable. I watched the whole first season because I, I love the man. And I was just like, I've got to get into this. No. It's unwatchable. I thought the first season was really good. I didn't think the second season was that good, though. I watched the whole first season and then I gave up because I was just like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. As much as I love this man, I can't watch anymore. Who's this man? Christopher Mullen. I go see everything that he does on Broadway. I love him. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. James said fucking uh, three minutes ago, Christopher Mullen. Okay. So I don't know. I don't know anything about Happy. I don't know. He said his last name. If he had said Maloney and I'd understood that, I would have immediately said Happy. I mean, I wanted it to be my favorite show, and it was horrible. Yeah, I guess. Okay. So we got. I, I disagree with you, John. I think It's a Wonderful Life is great. We all agree that Home Alone sucks, uh, but not that bad. Um, I don't know. So I, I still think if you're talking about watchable, I think Home Alone makes it. I think Home Alone is a watchable Christmas. I'm not saying it's good. Okay, so we've got It's a Wonderful Life. Christmas movie. So far, that's Here's why I think Home Alone is watchable. I think Home Alone's watchable purely for nostalgia purposes. 
that well, is. Well, you know what? If you think about it, I, I can. But like, I, think I, about I, it, I can't argue. guys. We were all past puberty when Home Alone came out. So what kind of nostalgia are we clinging on to? <laughs> Wanting to fuck Macaulay Culkin as an eighteen-year-old? Okay. <laughs> we were all way of age when Home Alone I came out. I think, right? I was in college. <laughs> Okay, so fuck you. <laughs> okay, so we got Home Alone is passable. Uh, James and I think It's a Wonderful Life is a classic. You don't. You don't like it at all. I don't. Um, Die Hard, I agree, is uh, a great movie. I'm not sure if it's a Christmas movie. Bad Santa, we all agree, is a great movie, but we're not sure if it's a Christmas movie because really it's an anti-Christmas movie. I don't even it, – it's like there is no Christmas in that movie. I'm not sure what's going on there. Wait, what movie? Uh, Bad Santa. Uh, you know, um, you know, how, how about this, guys? Okay, I'm going to throw it out at you. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Is unwatchable. 100%. You think it's just unwatchable? One hundred percent unwatchable. I think it's all right. James. <laughs> okay. Well, I fall. I, I like. I fall literally in the middle with that movie because I feel that it is not unwatchable. I think it's good. I think that I enjoyed, and I'm going to be a very diverse opinion here. I think the first movie is a classic. I think, I think the second movie is just like two notches below the first. I really like European vacations because it kept with the same, um, thematically, um, it was very raunchy and politically incorrect. And I just liked it. It had some stupid moments. But uh, when you get into uh, the Christmas vacation, it suddenly, it becomes, it's like these characters were moved into a different movie. And it was just a, yeah. a sappy kind of hallmark uh, Christmas and yet, movie. And somehow Randy Quaid still thought he was an independent day. And it hadn't even happened yeah. yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. All right, I have another movie for the list. I actually really enjoy this movie, and I have yet this year. Miracle on 34th Street. No! I can almost see it. I mean, it's very small. <laughs> it's like, it's decent. I, I'm not going to say it's a bad movie, but it's very small. Very. Uh, no. Just no. Uh, okay, you got another uh, uh, Christmas movie? <laughs> Yeah, what about The Grinch, the original Grinch? The original Grinch? Oh, the, Gr- uh, the Grinch? It's a TV movie. And I fully feature film. The original Grinch is a TV movie, not a feature film. I know, that's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. But like, <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm just saying, that's okay. I, I agree. It's okay, I like that one then. But I mean, that could literally but, be. I haven't. But I don't have how kids. How different is it from the book? Is my all question. the classic, all the cla- all the classic like 
Christmas cartoon things were like TV movies, like Charlie Brown Christmas. And- yeah, that's fine. You can bring up you can bring up Christmas cartoons. That's fine. But like my thing is, um, I if you just ask me, knee jerk reaction is I love the Grinch, uh, the the Grinch or whatever it's called of Christmas. But I haven't seen it. I don't have kids. I haven't seen it since I was a kid. I remember when I was a kid, I was like, it was literally like, um, you know, like a dog at the trough when it would come on. uh, I was so excited to see it. I've seen it pretty recently. The dialogue is just like you remember it. The animation is not. You're going to look at the animation and you're going to be like, what is this, like He-Man from 1980? But the actual dialogue and the wit and the music and you know, all yeah, the that's other all I cared about. Like, yeah, just, you see it better than it was. Yeah, so like you remember, yeah, you remember it better than the actual actuality. You know what I mean? But like my favorite. Okay, if we're gonna talk about this, then my fucking favorite was uh, Rudolph. Yeah, but Rudolph is so herky jerky. I don't know. It, there's something about Rudolph that actually like spoke to my soul when I was a kid. I don't know. It just like I was I was elated and watching much, it the entire I time. I much more preferred the like I don't know if it was the second or the third Rudolph where it's the like rough around the Christmas tree and the animation is a little better and it's a whole like hour long story instead of half an hour uh, long like the first one in the Island of Mr. Toys, which I think is the second one. The third no, one. No, I think I the the. The Island of Misfit Toys the is the first, Toys right? Is it, no, the Island of Misfit Toys is the second one. The first one you is sure? Rudolph. It's 30 minutes. It's stupid. It is literally just... Oh, uh, okay. Well, okay. Maybe I did, have never even seen that one. You like okay. the second one. Because the second one is Island of Misfit Toys. Is it's actually okay, an hour long, really and there's all kinds of things that happen. What's that? I about this movie. It's not really a Christmas movie, but I like to watch it around Christmas. Groundhog's Day. Well, that's I not even close. You're off by two months, James. <laughs> now, suddenly, no. I, within like 10 minutes, we're going to be on to fucking um, Independence Day, and then we'll be down to, I mean. Uh. <laughs> oh, did we talk about Bad Santa yet? Yes, we did. We, we, we decided <laughs> that it was a fantastic movie, but not really a Christmas movie. And, and John... Yeah. Oh, uh, what about Elf? May I may I, may I uh, introduce you to uh, James, who and you're going to find this out in the course of the next half an hour because I'm going to get off phone after that. But does have um, short term memory right now? Not no joke. So he's going to ask you a question and then ask it to you again in like five minutes. Okay. <laughs> okay. When, when you when you said ask me a question, I was really afraid for like about five seconds. No, no, no. It is. It is. As you know, James. James is is an exceptional human being who went into a coma years ago, and none of this is a joke. And emerged from it as brilliant as he's ever been, but has bad short-term memory. And so, when you're doing this show with him. He will literally three minutes after he says something say, "Hey, did I tell you this?" <laughs> That's okay. As long as you ask me about anything that happened oh. in high school, I'm good. 
What about Elf? Other than that, I'm good. I'm happy. <laughs> elf? I like Elf. Uh, John, do you like Elf? I like Elf. I think it's good. I can watch it because I love the way that James Conn is just tortured through the whole Oh, it's fantastic. Film. James Conn's performance in that movie should have won an Oscar. But other than it's so James Conn being tortured in that movie, I really don't like it. Oh, I like it. I really it. don't I like, like Will Ferrell. Okay. I've never well, liked uh, I tell you what, I love I love Will Ferrell. He makes me laugh. I'm, I'm uh, James. Genius. Check that I off. I that is a holiday classic. A I do like it. Genius, but yeah. I don't like him. He does not do it for me. He never has. He never will. He's not my thing. Just All right. Simple. I'm gonna tell you what, guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna go after a cigarette. The last time that yeah. happened, uh, I went out of the zone or whatever. So I'll come right back if if you don't hear me. Okay. What you going to smoke yes. a cigarette or get a cigarette? Uh, smoke a cigarette. I'll be right back. But you you'll probably you just hear me anyway. You can't smoke a cigarette where you're at. No, because I'm in my house and I don't smoke in my house anymore. Oh. Uh, whatever. Oh. Shut up. <laughs> You guys, are such so you guys are okay, such assholes. You guys are such assholes. In your own house? What kind of a fucking pussy are you? Uh oh, I shut him up. Uh, uh, I know you cut off. I think. Hey, what about, you like a nightmare before Christmas, right, John? Uh nightmare before Christmas, I do love. That's a great movie. Yeah, I love that movie. Halloween movie, though. What? It was released in October. What about the Grinch? The original. You're going to have a hard time telling me that that's a Christmas movie. What? A Nightmare Before Christmas? Yeah. It's totally interesting. Definitely released in October. Definitely a Halloween movie. Yes, it is about Christmas, but it's a Halloween movie. All the stars are Halloween creatures. I watched it at Christmas. What do you think about the, how the Grinch stole Christmas? The original one. The original, I like. I, I don't. I think the visuals have some problems, but I mean, they were drawn in the seventies. So what was drawn in the seventies yeah. doesn't have some problems. So I, I think it's great. It's very short though, and I also yeah. think that it is ninety percent what happens in the book. So I mean, it's not a great TV show. It's a great book. That they just turned yeah. into a great TV show. The Jim Carrey version I can't watch. I got through a half an hour with that and turned it off. No, that's horrible. That one. Yeah, I, 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 like I said, I turned it off. I couldn't watch it. So, why did you deny my friend request? I have to yeah. ask. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, on what? Like three or four years ago, I friend requested you, and you denied me on Facebook. On Facebook, I dude, I fucking never yeah. on Facebook. You, just, you denied you me. I was me like, down. "What the fuck?" I was like, know, "After I all the that. shit that I went through with this guy, he's gonna deny my friend request on Facebook." Dude, I, I fucking honestly, love it. Like, you you guys keep happened? going. I think you know what happened. I was taking a leak, right? And um, I dropped my uh, lighter in the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) 
but here's the thing. I'm enjoy- I was enjoying the show so much. I'm going to have to walk to the store and get another lighter, but hopefully I'll, I'll be able to talk to you while I do it. <laughs> but I want to hear, I want to hear, James, why, you de- why did you deny him? With the history no, that we have, like, you denying honestly, my friend request was the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me in my life. And I'm not going to highlight our history. <laughs> okay, that's like... <laughs> Dude, that's the weirdest fucking thing that's ever happened in your life. You know, that's a very... Yeah, I know, that, you, there's, I know, and I know it's not. There's so many... His entire <laughs> life is just like a cavalcade of weirdness. <laughs> 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 and then you, but James, all you have to say is because I don't, because really I don't like you. <laughs> but did you, no, did you I, deny? Did you say? Did you, you just deny? First of all, I never go on Facebook ever. Like you can see, the last time I posted was probably like five years ago. But anyway, like I always. It could have been. It possibly could have been five years ago. It was like. It might have been when I got out of prison the first time. It could have been. And that would have been... Do you think maybe... There's a possibility, though. If we think about this, that it was a Russian hacking into his account, (laughs) and that would make sense. Because if you undermine democracy one fucking step at a time... (laughs) (laughs) If that's true, I I, I have a screenplay right. (laughs) Well, you do anyway. <laughs> you want to hear this? And I always fucking deny them all. So maybe I was just pushing the buttons and not even looking for the mm. I don't know. That's a possibility, too, because sometimes I do like a, a series of denies. But, like, I just don't even know who anyone is. But, like, you know, John Stomazek, it's not like uh, it's uh, Jack Smith. No, it's not like... You know, like you have to look at those 17 characters in his last name. <laughs> but... <laughs> I mean, first of all, I know that, but I don't think that, like, I was even paying attention. I was just, like, deleting. Dude, I never go on there. If you want to again, I will fucking accept it. Oh, well, that's great. I mean, this was fantastic. I think it was the first time I got out of prison, and I had, like, no friends whatsoever. I was in a fucking temporary living placement fucking that fucking the state of Wisconsin was paying for, and James denies my friend request. I was like, okay, well. um, But, I mean, also, like, before before I leave, before I leave and while I'm listening to the show, okay, I just want to, like, throw this in there. I just want John to be aware of listening back to him saying, you know, this might have been the first time or the second time I was released from jail, but you denied my friend request. <laughs> I'm not sure which time I was out of jail. I am proud of my friend request. I'm proud of you. As I've told many times. Like, because you never know. It's like the third time it's going to be like a, a, re- a revamp of fucking Cape Fear. <laughs> you deny my friend You deny my friend request. I, <laughs> I want the rest All right, of my guys. Life. I'm I'm gonna head outside. I'm telling you. I'm just gonna like literally the stores. Like I I the last time I went out, I lost uh 
I lost the ability to speak to James. So hopefully I will have the ability back, but I literally dropped my lighter in the toilet. <laughs> okay. Go get a fucking lighter. We'll talk if you disconnect. John and I can hold a conversation. Okay, fantastic. All right. I'll I'll talk to you guys in a minute. All right, whatever. <laughs> Hi John Stomach. Hi, John Somozik. How have you been? Where are you living now? I live in Beaver Dam, Wisconsin. <laughs> in where? As a forklift driver. Oh, that's not really what I do. Wait. I'm really like <laughs> a logistics What part of Wisconsin do you live in? Uh, Beaver Dam, Wisconsin. Is right in the fucking middle. I'm very close to Madison, very close to Milwaukee, very close to Green Bay. I'm like right in the triangle. How the fuck is how the fuck did you end up in Milwaukee? Um, well, my sister lived outside of Milwaukee because she worked for Holly Davidson for 15 years. So that's how I got there. But then when I went to prison for throwing a party for my niece and nephew, um, I got stuck working for this company in Beaverdam, and they love me, and I can fuck them over 800 ways, and they still keep me and don't fire me, so it's kind of hard for me to fucking go anywhere else. <laughs> if that makes sense. And yeah, I'm actually yeah. a pretty good forklift driver, which no one ever well, in their life would have thought, but yeah, I'm a good forklift, a forklift driver. driver. I don't know how it happened. Yeah, you like it taught me how to do it in prison, and what? Wait, did you is learn how to drive a forklift in prison? Yeah, oh yeah. I was working with you when I was in prison. They taught me. And so they now taught that's me. what they you do for They got me certified, and then I started working a real job while I was in prison. I know, but so do you still do that now that you're out of prison? Yes, I'm still doing the same. Well, I had another job also while I was in prison, but my second job while I was in prison, I am still doing now. Wait, was the first job sucking dick? <laughs> um, well, that was like day two in fucking classification, but you know me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't pause You're on like, that. Dude, you don't got to force me, motherfucker. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to rape you. You're like, it ain't rape if I say yeah. No, I was like, you've been to a big city? Okay, take your pants down. <laughs> Yeah, that's how it sucked. (laughs) Literally, the second cellmate I had in prison was like, hey, you know, I'm kind of... Nah, just fucking get on the fucking bunk, dude, man. I'm going to (laughs) swallow. I'm I'm kind (laughs) of is the only thing you need to hear. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, hey, hey, so... I, I don't think know that's, how long you're I mean, I think that's why I'm like so psychologically scarred right now is because I'm used to just like being able to have a hundred percent male attention whenever, wherever. All I got to do is snap my fingers, and now suddenly I'm outside and I can't do that, and it fucks me up. I think that's ninety percent of my problem. Plus, dude, you know, what did you I do? tell you this new problem that I've discovered that <laughs> is very rare, but. You're like a dumb gay peacock. 
that's wandering in the road I and about to get hit by a fucking Mack truck. 100%. <laughs> I'm not like a dumb gay peacock. I am a dumb gay peacock. <laughs> It was like you were in the peacock farm and they fucking took you out. I'm telling you. You thought I was going to disagree. You were like, I'm going to disagree for saying this. Fuck. John knows exactly that he's a dumb gay peacock. All right, I'm sorry. I, I need to go I again. I'll I'll, 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 I'll I'll talk in a minute. Talking about thirteen. Who the fuck are you going now? Oh, I was almost a bad boy. Shut up, John. What you saying? I have a parrot now. Hey, come here, Charlie. What? Hey, I have a parrot now. Hi, Charlie. Say hi. Say hi. Why the fuck you have a parrot? Um, because I told Mama she brought Charlie back up here that Charlie was not leaving. I told her the last time that she brought him and he left, I was upset and it exacerbated my generalized anxiety disorder. And Charlie is eventually going to be mine anyways. So now Charlie is staying in Wisconsin. What words did Charlie know? What? Uh... Quite a few. Don't fuck me in the ass. Um, <laughs> no, to learn that soon, but not yet. Please, not again tonight, Dad. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll, okay, I'll be back and, soon. And technically, uh, Charlie's a girl, and Charlie doesn't have an ass. Charlie has a Quaker. Your bird name is Charlie. Did you know that? Um, well, my mom's bird is Charlie. I guess technically now, yes, he's my bird, but. I did not name him that, so I have a hard time saying my bird is Charlie, but yes, my bird is Charlie. And Charlie, I love that Charlie we thought was a boy forever and is actually a girl, and Charlie is kind of a name that can be guy or girl, so it's my nieces who both think they're transsexual would love it. (laughs) Do they really? Well, one of them, yes, is actually like on testosterone and everything. But oh my one, God, Scortez! Hold on, hold on. I, I'll be I'll be back in the conversation in ten minutes. Ten minutes? What the fuck are you he doing? He really now? doesn't want a successful fucking podcast if he just said testosterone is grotesque for a woman to take. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know, James. <laughs> That was like Guess what Popularity I don't want you (laughs) (laughs) You know what I really can't stand All those BLMers (laughs) (laughs) Oh that's some funny ass shit right there (laughs) Well I mean think about it <laughs> I mean, you got to think about it. That is grotesque. Oh, I will think about lots of things, but I have a feeling whatever <laughs> is about to come out of your mouth, I'm not going to comment on. <laughs> well, I'm I'm angry because my my uh, the store I was buying. Excuse me, Brett. I have a I have a niece and a. Oh my God. Yeah, you don't even know what to say. She's gonna kill me. I an don't even know what the word is anymore. <laughs> you don't even know what to say. Yeah, I what's the word? Esther, but 
not what it is. A niece? I have a, I have a niece and a thing. <laughs> I have a, I have a niece and a blob, like a asexual blob. <laughs> what is the gender? What is the gender neutral term for a niece? Oh, I don't know. Uh, uh, these. A, uh, this is my this is my deep and my nephew. <laughs> it has been suggested that this nibbling the adult. Oh, nibbling! I have my nibbling. Oh my God! Fucking nibble on their fucking nibble on their fucking neck until they die. I have a nibbling in their both transgender. So I'm I'm sorry, guys, but you can't make fun of that. Yes, you can. You absolutely 100% can because they're imbeciles. I mean, like, I think about it. Okay, hold on. You know what? Uh, you guys talk because I have to go to the store. <laughs> say something like that and then say, you guys talk to you. I'm not going to fucking PC jail and let you walk off like that. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm laughing, but stop. Okay, I really am going to start, and then I will explain myself. I will, I will explain myself. Stop. I can't wait to hear this explanation. So, John, are you partaking in any substances this evening? Uh, just red wine this evening. Because I've oh. discovered that I, I, uh, I'm a pothead through and through, but the problem is... I have this rare disorder that is the opposite of every pothead in the world where when I smoke pot, I can't eat, and I puke, and I get sick, and I lose 100 fucking pounds. Dude, I wish you did that I have a 32-inch waist, James. What? Yeah. Yeah. I, a I thought that my generalized anxiety disorder for a year and like all the trauma that these two guys had put me through had made me lose 100 pounds, and I literally just discovered in the last two weeks that it's pot. There's Wait, this what rare disorder pot can give you where you no, can't listen, eat. Let's talk, let's talk about this. What trauma did these guys yes. put you through? Let's get it out. <laughs> I don't know if you want really want to hear this whole story. It's it's pretty bad. No, I, I can take it. If you don't mind sharing um, stuff to you. We do have millions of listeners, but Well, I mean I had a guy that fucking pretended that he was gay for a good six months. I mean, whether he was gay or not, I mean, that's up to interpretation, but he definitely pretended he was into me, pretended he loved me for six months while he pursued things with a million other girls, um, developed a crack addiction during that time, bled me, every girl, every guy, his parents, pretty much everyone dry of money in their li- in his life, and then just turned his back on everybody <laughs> Except for this one little fucking careless girl who just – I really think she's like maybe even on the autism spectrum, literally like believed everything that he said. Like I talked to her tonight after she finally has had the final straw and kicked him out and still is like, well, he's a good guy. 
I'm like, no, he was fucking you and me and two other girls at the same time. I'm pretty sure that's not a good guy. And that's what she's telling me tonight. And he did this to me and her and everyone else in the world. And now he's out living back with the crack dealer again out in the middle of nowhere, Wisconsin. Sounds pretty stupid to be honest. And then I had another guy. What what a listener. My God, what a listener. (laughs) What? Okay, I, no, James. You go. Oh, that's a guy. <laughs> we listen to this guy right after work, and he is my best friend at work, who is who is the head of all. Well, because she, her, under command is this guy named Nate, and right after the whole Doug thing finally fucking blows up in my face. Nate starts being my best friend and latches on to me, and we become a thing. And the second we become a thing, he fucking gets feelings for a girl, and I say, yo, that's not acceptable. And he beats the shit out of me. I mean, there's other, there's other things. He was in love with his roommate, too, but there's, there's, there's a lot going on, but he beat the shit out of me. I just feel that we've been... We've okay. I, again, you're gonna lose me, but I feel like we've been sucked into some Judy Bloom shit. Well, James asked what what happened. <laughs> James, you shouldn't have. James, <laughs> James. I mean, a lot has happened. James, let's get it together. You're gonna lose me here for another uh, five minutes, but I'm gonna tell you something. Just don't ask those questions, and if they, you need to figure out a way to. <laughs> Hello. Uh, you need to figure out a figure out a way to. Uh, I mean, that was too much information. Sorry, sir. He's a he's a terrible uh, interviewer. He, <laughs> he's just absolutely. All right, I'm I'm I'm. I feel like I'm losing you guys. Can you guys hear I can hear you fine. You can hear me better than or worse than before. You're much quieter than Rhett, I can tell you that. Much quieter? I can hear you. You're much quieter than Rhett. Am I still much quieter? Uh, a little bit now. Yeah. Hold on. Wait, is this better now? Uh, that sounded about the same. I don't know which I, I'm trying to call. I'm calling one. Oh, you're loud now. Thought. You're definitely loud now. Whatever you did, you're loud now. Oh, I am loud now? Yes. There was a little echo, but you were definitely loud. So this is better. Perfect. Now figure out something to say, you fucking retard. (laughs) 
Okay, hold on. I'll be I'll be back on in a minute. I'm just like walking back. Wait, is this better? Uh, oh my god! Sounds a little tiny bit quieter, but not much different. Still there? Yeah, can you hear me now? Yep. Do I sound better or worse? Uh, you sound perfect except for there's an echo. Wait, is the echo gone now? Yes, it is gone now. Sweet. Okay, that's because I had my other phone turned out. Is fucking <laughs> Rhett gone again? Yes. He loves to disappear. Shit. Imagine if there was anything to talk about. <laughs> There's All nothing right, to talk about. Okay, I'm like There's I'm I'm minutes about. away Joe from the Biden house. Joe Biden is our president. But... There's nothing to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. I... We should just. <sighs> We should just all be emus and fucking ostriches and bury our heads in the sand for four years or until he dies. One of the two, so whatever who, happens for God, for God, let it be less than four years. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Then we'll just have a uh, parade of uh, fish in there, and we'll see how that works. But uh, hold on. I'll be back in a second. Did he not just leave like two seconds ago? What? Is Rhett doing lines? Is Rhett back into Coke Rhett? No, I'm no, I'm I'm just walking and I just can't do two things at once. I'll talk to you in a minute. <laughs> Suddenly I want Coke. <laughs> and you don't want to do Coke in Wisconsin. Coke in Wisconsin is not Coke in Florida, guys. Definitely not. <laughs> See, now you're, I think that you're understanding exactly what is going on. Whenever James goes, do you want to do a show? Blah, blah, blah. James, or, uh, John, you're a part of the show now. Because oh, no. we'll just do a couple shows. <laughs> because, because here's the thing. He disappears for ages, and then it's almost impossible to get him to talk. He, he goes, okay. We need to do a show. Do a show. Do a show. And then, like, okay, here I am. Here I am. I, I'm 100% ready to go. And he has nothing to talk about. I, I was actually on mute, and I've talked more than him. James, are you there? No. He's fucking trying to figure out. Oh, this is, I mean, it's so infuriating. It never stops. Okay, I have to go for a second. What? I swear you're off doing lines. Wait, hold on. John, John, hold on. You have to you have to vamp by yourself for like a just hold on. You have to vamp for like a minute. Hold on. You have to vamp for you have to vamp for just one minute, okay? Go for it. Oh, that is funny as hell. 
No, but seriously, <laughs> just vamp. I'm going right into my into my apartment. We can start talking. Can you? I don't know. I'm not sure you can. Where is James? James, are you there? Uh, he's hiding again. I I, I heard um, him. I think cough. I know I'm the one who has generalized anxiety disorder, and he's the one that can't speak. I don't understand this. <laughs> I know it's I'm like a, a re- it's like it's like this this for my this entire podcast disorder. is like a really badly conceived. Yeah, I'm saying this podcast is like a very really badly conceived late Gene Wilder Richard Pryor movie. <laughs> 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 or very early Zero Mostel Mel Brooks movie. <laughs> yeah, like super early. Way too early. <laughs> Way too early. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it just makes the 12 chairs look like fucking uh, Blazing Saddles. <laughs> yeah. This is like the producers, the off Broadway trial run. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can't. I can't believe that the person that's supposedly running this broadcast we haven't even talked to in like five minutes. What the fuck is he doing? Maybe he actually had a heart attack. James, are you there? I'm here. Oh my god. I got disconnected. You got disconnected. How could you get disconnected? I don't know. Like, it didn't kick us off, though. It was so weird. I've been disconnected since 1993. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm saying I uh, technically. Like, if someone could teach me how to make that happen, I would be a very happy camper. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know. What you, I don't know what you want, James. Oh, this James wants to be quiet. Wants to be silent and sit in the background. <laughs> I know he just Jeremy said. I think so. Lots of mushrooms. And he has no <laughs> <laughs> so fuck him. So I think. I think he might be crocheting. <laughs> That's awesome too. He might be a little old lady that has just loved crocheting more than anything. He's like, I, he's like, I almost got that right whisker. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. James? Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. All right. Well, hit us with the next uh, thing to talk about. Um, let's see. Um, what is the Christmas movie that you're going to see? That is my question. What? What is your Christmas movie? Because there are multiple choices. Oh, we're back to the Christmas movie? They're releasing a bunch of movies on Christmas Day. Have you not heard about this? Oh, okay. Well, tell me what are the, what are the movies they're releasing. Uh, well, Wonder Woman 1984 is, of course, going to win the box office. But and that sounds, but you know what? That sounds really good to me. I did not see the first Wonder Woman. No, I heard it was fantastic. 
It was, but there's an art house movie that also opens on Christmas Day that has won my heart just from one preview, and I'm going to try my best to find the name of it for you, but my skills, as drunk as I am on Red One right now, I'm not sure about, so just bear witness. Um, Would you add a couple other? Yeah, I what? haven't seen Wonder Woman. You, you've heard the Wonder Woman story, right? Oh, yes. In my life? Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, I've got a pretty good one, too. My grandfather was a senator in Michigan, and Linda Carter was one of the oh. fucking, like, beat the streets for me. So I've oh. got a pretty good one-woman story in my life, too. I mean, I have pictures of me as a baby in Linda Carter's arms, like. Just kind of like you've got pictures of Linda Carter just kind of motorboating your little baby face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And everybody's like, oh, he's going to be such a fucking virile man. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck happened? Pictures of Linda Carter just like kind of squatting over and farting in your little face. And it's like, why didn't more happen with John? We were hoping. Um, apparently it was cannabinoid hypermesis syndrome. That apparently is what happened to me. It's horrible. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, amongst other things. Yes, yeah. Um well, see, we seem to be jutting around. I'm not sure what that is. Does, is it, does it have anything to do with Linda Carter? I hope not. God, I hope she's not. <laughs> I hope she's not such a pothead that puking at night, bleed every day like me. I really hope not. But if she is, I will hold her and comfort her, even though I'm gay and I want to comfort her. That and way. James, what the it. fuck are you doing? Well, I'm very quiet. Yeah, I don't know. Just that quiet is like an understatement. <laughs> you got anything to say about Linda Carter? She's fucking super hot. Well, yeah, she is. <laughs> she was so fucking super hot. So listen, here's my Linda Carter story. I thought she was super, so super hot in... Uh, John, this is going to go back to your uh, uh, when I was uh, using slurs and uh, oh terrible things about. Wait, hold on. Oh my god! <laughs> when I was using slurs about your aunts or what, or whatever the nieces or whatever the fuck they are. When I was a kid, I so like uh, I guess we just, you literally we all just found out what the word was and none of us can remember it right now. Just just I just want all three of us to be aware how fucking unwoke we are. I literally <laughs> all right. I'm still unwoke. It's not even funny. I'm I'm still all asleep. Three of us what the word is for a niece or nephew <laughs> that isn't a niece or nephew, and none of the three of us can remember what the fuck that word is. I think it's beefers or <laughs> beefers. My beefers. But okay. Alexa, so here's the whole thing. But, let, but, uh, but guys, let me. Gender attached. Okay. Let me tell you this story real quick. So um, I would watch 
when I was a, when I was a little boy, I. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? What was it? That gave us a totally different answer this time. This time it gave us oh. <laughs> exactly because there's no answer. It's always changing. There's no answer. The answer is you're there's not no woke. Answer. Go fuck those. I go fuck all of those people. She's like I. Yeah, Siri is like. Siri is like. Eventually, exactly. Eventually, Siri is just gonna be like, I'm scared. So like okay, so, so like uh, every male American is just gonna be like, speech dangerous. Yes, <laughs> don't ask questions. Siri's gonna be like, right? why did you ask a question? Just read. No just read what we wow. send to you. <laughs> I mean, we're not even that far you know, from this shit. Be That's what we're going guys. <laughs> I know, it's written very quickly. <laughs> we're like, we are living uh, in the Aldous Huxley novel. You know that, right? Like, no, no, I know. I know very well. I'm, I try to, I'll, I'll try to explain it just like a little bit to my sister Jill, and she's screaming at me, and it's like, okay, well, that's fine. All right, you know, it's like, honey, I am telling you, I'm the one that was, you know, and, and again, James, where are you? Where are you? I'm trying to figure out what the. Oh my God! What are you guys talking okay. about? Okay. You know, I love more than life that I went and saw Tenet in the fucking movie okay. today. And, and what did you think? No time to die, fucking. Coca-Cola cup from last year <laughs> in my fucking living room right now because the movie industry has been that decimated that they are not even making Coca-Cola cups because there's been no movies since April of 2020 apparently. So you got you so you were you had old Coca-Cola cups from going over there? Apparently. Oh, no time to die. And I don't even know. What is no time? How old is no time to die? My cup says no time to die in April 2020, and it's fucking December 2020. It would have been worse. That would have been great if it was like uh, the original Batman cups from 1988. (laughs) (laughs) Or like, remember, like those McDonald's, if they just gave you those McDonald's Goonie cups? from 1985 yeah. or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> and then, and then a, um, a uh, what do you call those things? The tumbleweed just blows by. Where's James? Did James die? No, he's there. I heard him. I heard him. I heard him go, hmm. Okay. So, so tell me about what is the uh, premise of Tenet? Since you um, saw it today. The premise of Tenet is it's 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 all fucking advanced physics. Um, you can you can act. Time is not just forward; it also works in reverse. So you can actually be inverted. So you or an object is, is returning in time rather than moving forward. 
and you can actually have okay. conscious decisions moving backwards in time, like you have conscious decisions moving forwards in time. I mean, not as an object, but as a person, if you have been inverted, you can. And the whole thing is two armies against each other, basically like the armies that there always are, you know, mm-hmm. British Secret Service, CIA versus want to destroy the world, arms dealers. I mean, that's why I didn't like it because it was so obvious. The whole thing was just like, we've seen this a hundred times and I like, and there were so many gimmicks, like they were these gimmicks where they didn't. Well, okay. Well, was there anything, was there anything clever about the physics that you're talking about? Was there, was there anything? I I understand that. What I'm saying was, was there any, was there anything uh, clever about the physics? Because, you know, I'm not like a smart guy when it there comes to math. There is a lot clever about the physics, but no one that watches the movie is smart enough to listen to what they're saying and understand uh-huh. what they're John, saying. John, I can barely hear you for some reason. I'm sorry. I am. Oh. Now my iPhone is up all as far as it will go, so hopefully you can hear me, but if you can't, I don't know why. No, I can't. Thank you. Oh, there we go. So you're saying that the movie was um, exceptionally cliched. The physics... No. Uh, what I'm going to say is the script was the most predictable script I have probably seen since Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure 1. Are but you telling me it's that it stupid with... Science. It had intelligence like I've never seen in my life. The acting was bar none. It had A-listers playing small, tiny roles. I mean, it was, but I mean, like literally there were, there were times where I looked at my mom and I just said out loud exactly what the character said. Like, it was that predictable of a screenplay. Like, I knew what they were going to say. I knew what was going to happen. I mean, the very end was a surprise to me. But the kicker, like, there's a big kicker. Like, there's a big kicker where when you get At the end, I've heard, yeah. I've heard, yeah. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. And that kicker, it was so obvious when I saw it the first time, I was like, who the fuck? They're gonna do this. Yeah. Not what's going on right here. You know what I mean? I mean, I I was just like I was offended. I was like, this is great. It's beautiful and it's well acted. Yeah, it's sumptuous and everything I want is so yeah. beautiful. If I can tell you what's gonna I'm... happen 45 minutes from now, is this something I should be watching? Yes. I mean, who knows? And the question is probably not. And it sounds like it's a bad movie, and it's kind of got like you know, kind of bad, bad reviews across the board. But like my, you know, when I had wrote when I had wrote to you earlier, um, that uh, it was, you know, the whole thing was supposed to be like a James Cameron thing, you know, to where maybe the spectacle of everything would override all of these uh, logical inconsistencies of the script, you know. But, um, you know, apparently not. 
And then my favorite thing is the two of us are speaking and we're listening to a person that seems to be dying. Yeah, apparently. We need to okay, listen, I think we need to have we we need Okay, we need to do this podcast three times a week and we need to be calling it we need to be calling it two fags and a dying man. And whenever the dying man needs to speak, he can. <laughs> I don't think he can speak. I think he's literally dying so badly. There's no speaking possible. He, he's, he's dying. He's dying heartily. <laughs> <laughs> I really think that's what we have to do. James, are you there? Can you hear us yeah, after the cough fit? Okay. All right, so um, we think we should do this. Okay, we've been talking as you were coughing. We think we need we need to do the show, right? And it'll be like maybe maybe a movie review show or something, but we will call it Two Fags and a Dying Man. <laughs> because we just listened to you. We literally talked for three minutes, and the entire time you were just coughing. <laughs> I mean, not in a good way. I mean, like. <laughs> okay, and here's the thing, James. All you have to do is when, like, say, okay, because this is, this is a, officially, you are the center of the podcast. That's fine. Okay, but all you have to do is just put on the mute, you know, or quiet when you are hacking up along. And I'm sorry that that's happening to you, but that's, it's easy to do. You know what I'm saying? I know. I thought I did that. I'm sorry. <laughs> you did not. You did that? Oh, my God. So you've been dying. You've been hearing? Oh, my God. You're to a hospital. For God's sake. Okay, so yeah, so that movie was a, a shit can, huh? No, I don't want to say it's a shit can, but I, this creepy, <laughs> like, just, I don't know, Christopher Nolan was smoking something, or I, I don't know, because I love him, he's my favorite director, my favorite writer, like, but the screenplay was so predictable, like, I, I literally, I'm not kidding you, I turned to my mother, like, at five different points, and literally said exactly what the characters said at the same time. Like, that's uh. how predictable it was. And... You know how, like, like Victorian that sounds surprise, when you yeah, go... Um, I'm not going to say... Like, literally, think about... Think, think back. Uh, okay, so uh, think back a hundred and ten years ago, and it's like... My mother and I were at the theater, and I can't tell you how many times I turned to her and said, this is predictable. (laughs) 
mean, come on. But yeah, every fucking time, every fucking time, we have to have that fucking dance number at the fucking last minute, and then at the last there was a minute, dance number the in the movie. Every fucking time. There was a dance number in the movie. No. Oh, okay. What are you talking about? Oh, okay. Oh, I got you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we lost the thread for a second. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why must there be a dance number, mother? Mother, put on your gloves. It's time to go. <laughs> Mother, I have your drape. Come, let's go. This is, this is too much for me. <laughs> oh, this fucking hysterical. I love it. Oh. He's got John drinking red wine. John hasn't drinking red wine in like fucking four years, so. Oh, I know. I'm like. Uh, red, red wine. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I think it was a, initially a um, Neil Diamond song. What? Red Wine. Was it? Yeah, it was, I think, initially. You said he performed it? Or did he just write it? Yes, Neil Diamond uh, wrote a song, Red Wine, and then it was uh, re-recorded by this uh, group called UV40. <laughs> this group called Seriously. UV40? That's like my mom's favorite <laughs> band of all time. <laughs> well, I'm sorry for your mom, and I'm sorry for you. Um, Trust you me. should... Uh, you, <laughs> you, know <how> <laughs> you should have turned you know, to your mother no, and said, you know, "Mother, you know, um, uh, you know reggae and uh, advanced beats is not for me, mother." Reggae, you mother, reggae and drum beats is not the thing to do. <laughs> now. Please, I am getting my kid gloves. If I could get your um, corset, we'll be out of here. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> John. Hello? Ooh, yay. I have a fucking 19-year-old and a 21-year-old coming to fucking hang out with me. Yay! Can you guys hear me? Yes, we can hear you. So why is nobody answering? I was just saying John for like 15 minutes. John, you there? Um, because you're because you don't have a huge cock. I only answer to guys that um, are yelling John that have huge cocks. I'm sorry. So Rhett has a huge cock. Rhett has never yelled John in his life, as far as I know. <laughs> if he did, 
my life has worked out a completely different way. <laughs> well, I don't even know where to go with that. All I'm saying is, uh, <laughs> I'll whisper loudly. Yeah. Really but, but, right? If you had yelled out <laughs> John in a significant way, You're making us forgetful. And that's the thing. After that's awful. <laughs> we, were about, we were talking about Geno's paradox and how it applies to fucking tenants and the fucking backward traveler fucking momentum theory. That's what me and Rhett were talking about. Do you understand any of that, Rhett? I mean, James? You're fucking lying. That's not what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but we we had a we had a hell of a That's discussion because that really is what I, tennis I, about. <laughs> as crazy as it sounds, that really is what tenants about. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. Okay, I don't even want to go into that discussion right now. But like, um, James, you there? Yes. Yes. Thank God. No. Nope, okay. It's not there. Okay. So I think we've got a great um, uh, podcast. What we need to do is just like, uh, John, will you be a part of it? Um. Uh, don't well, even start I to say to yes. Work. When I don't okay. have to work, sure. As long as I don't have to so work, we'll sure. fig- But hold on. Is what we need to do is just figure out... Um, something that we need to talk about and then that's easy. Then we can just talk about it. You know, like we had like very more like of a design guy. I'm more like fly by the seat of my pants guy. I don't like to fly by the seat of my pants. You know what I'm saying? I I don't like that at all. So, you know, if we could figure out, like, three days a week, we could do a podcast. And then, like, I'm not joking. Um, just like, uh, um, uh, then Raven Village the rest of the week. Huh? I mean, that would go on. Why don't we do, like, what? podcast three days a week and then Raven Village the rest of the week? That's what Brett seems to want. What, wait, say that again? Why don't we do prank phone calls or something? Wait, wait, hold on. What did John say? Prank phone calls? Who does? No, I don't want to prank phone calls. Are you fucking kidding me? 1994, James. Prank phone calls? Who answers a phone call if they don't know the number these days? No, Seriously. here's the thing, John. You, John, you. Uh, okay, here's the thing, John. Do you guys listen to Howard Stern? Yeah, well, fucking in 1997, but like. Yeah, I know, in 1994 when I started college, not today. Not, not well, this year. Really fucking good. I'm sure it is, really but no one good. listens to it. <laughs> 
I have no doubt that Howard Stern is still a talented person. No problem with that. But no one talks about him, and no one listens to him. 20 million subscribers on on, uh, his whatever that radio is. Serious, which no one I know has. Serious. So, yeah. All right, and twenty million. But here's the here, here's the thing, John. If this is the best way, if we could. I mean, I'm not saying that I don't love him, and I probably would listen to him with those twenty million. I'm just saying that, in the scheme of things, no one talks about him anymore. Well, no, and they shouldn't, and I'll tell you why. Because I don't he used know whether to be, they should or shouldn't, because I haven't listened to him in five years. Oh, you, you would be absolutely. No, you're saying oh, he's you awesome. have. You're saying that you shouldn't listen to yes. him. I guarantee you, you haven't actually listened to him on a regular basis. I've Rest. listened to him. On a regular yes. basis enough to say that you shouldn't listen to him anymore? Come on. Oh, no, no, you no. Listen, He's, listen, let me tell you something, John. Howard Stern no, is very near and dear to my heart. I love the guy. Oh, I um, love him too. And, but I don't have the experience these days to say what he is or what he isn't. I love him. Oh, and I and I have he enough of master. his feed that's been leaked on the internet that I listen to to where I know where he is and where he's at. And um, he means a lot to me because I'll tell you but what, like... Is he still appealing to an audience? Not just to you or me. Oh, he is, obviously. Sure he's there, he's right about now. to re-sign and make another $100 million. He's, a, he's like on the verge of resigning. So apparently, I, I, I'm not sure. Well, yeah, I know. It's but like, um, too, so like, but listen, it's hard. Wait, let me say something. First of all, I want to say this. I listen to him every single morning because I fucking drive in my car every single morning. I listen to the whole uh, show Monday through Wednesday. And I think he's, he's really become awful. I, I, think so. I think his interviews, his interviews are fucking on. His interviews are fucking great with stars. Did you hear recently when Eddie Vedder was on? Or I did. I watched I some of the Eddie Vedder stuff. But I'll tell you what, and, and, and now we're going to get into like, okay. But, I'm sorry. No, I don't listen to Eddie Vedder because it makes me sad about my childhood when I listen to Eddie Vedder. It does. Mm. It absolutely does. 100%. Like, I'm sure okay, people like, feel really bad. Okay, John, let me tell you. Okay, here's the thing, John. The, we're we're just <laughs> having an actual... <laughs> we're we're just having an actual really conversation is. right I'm now. I'm not joking with you. That's how I feel about this man. He has said some of the most okay. awful things ever in history. I love him. He is he is the greatest poet in my life, but he has also said some of the most horrible things in history. So Eddie Vedder? He's the greatest poet in your life? Yes. Oh, Eddie think. Vedder has said Bob, some of the I worst think... things in history? Oh, yeah. Oh, you did he say sad or song? That he said? Oh, what did he say? Oh, no, he's crazy. He's 100% okay. well, the, crazy. Okay, well, let, hold on. We'll leave this for another show. Because right now, um, what we need to do is figure out a way. I, trust me. But he's like, like, I mean, he's not technical. All great poets are Nobody's fucking weird. You know what I mean? But he, oh, that's he, fine. He's that's fine by like me. Hunting, trucking moment. 
You know what I'm. You know That's what I'm. Fine about. by me. You know what it's I'm fine saying? By it's fine by me. Not fine by America, or at least I don't give outside. a fuck about America. My part of America right now, I'm sure, are fine with everything that Teddy Bender's ever said. But your part of America right now, not so much. <laughs> I mean, your I am so America, fine. No, like, I'm okay, I, with okay. A lot of the things that Eddie Vedder has said. <laughs> All right, so guys, let's right now because no, like, I, um, I really think you should listen. Like, I honestly really think you should listen to the interview he does with Stern. It's really fucking good. Okay. Well, my whole my whole point no was um, okay. I forgot how we're I forgot where we're going here <clears throat> because right now I'm a little drunk. <clears throat> okay. Um, Howard Stern used to be exceptional at interviews because he would um, hit them so hard at the beginning that they no. got their they were he would. He Hold up. That's how he did it. He'd hit them so hard at the beginning that their their no, wrinkles were up, and then he would finesse, and, he been been and then by the end, they were talking, there we go, okay, well, I'm not going to talk about whether or not I had an affair, and so then they were talking about other things that they would never talk about on, like, say, Ellen DeGeneres or whatever, and that was his fucking forte. He was so good. He was one of the best interviewers. And now he just kisses their ass. I've listened. I've listened to new Howard Stern interviews, and he just kisses their ass. His new way of doing it is, I'm going to kiss your ass, kiss your ass, and then finally you're going to talk about something. But I like. I just preferred the old way. Right? You know, I I am like the gayest of the gay people, and I've never seen Moonlight. Is it any good? Just so seen what? Like it would be. Have you seen Moonlight? Oh, uh, no, it was James. And how did it get to oh, Moonlight? Yeah. Okay. I was bored. Um, <laughs> no, I in fact didn't want to. In fact, I didn't want to watch Moonlight. I thought it would be annoying to me, too. You know, it's like... Um, you think it would be annoying. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, it's like, oh, whatever. You're gay. I, I, I just... People don't understand that unless you're, you've been, like, um, brainwashed by society, you don't care. It doesn't matter if you're gay. That All that means is you're trying to get laid by you're trying to fucking hook up with a guy. That's all that means, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, like, like something like Moonlight, I don't give, I don't know who, I don't, I'm not, I don't hang out with, like, underprivileged black kids. I don't know what the fuck they're going through. And I don't, uh, I don't know. There are a lot of them in my work. I don't really hang out with them, but there are a lot of them mm. in my work. I try to avoid them, but they try to. They seem to chase after me for some odd reason that I don't understand. Well, okay. Well, my point is, <clears throat> so I'm supposed to love this movie or like celebrate it? I don't. Not unless it's a good movie, then that's fantastic. I, I love I it. But we're James. We're asked being gay people. We're asked all the time to side with this thing or that thing all the time. 
And it's like, I'm over it. No, I don't side with any of it. I don't give a shit. If, in fact, if it's homophobic, I might actually side with it. <clears throat> and that's where I'm at right now. But, uh, James. You know what changed my viewpoint on the yeah. whole, like, I have to be pro everything that's gay thing? Uh-huh. Is fucking Ryan Murphy fucking, what was the bad Fox fucking uh, serial killer sitcom that he did? You know what I'm talking well, about. I don't know. Because I'm Fox. I actually, I don't know. Nick Jonas um, in it. Like, you know what I'm talking about. The second season, I don't know. fucking John Stamos was in it. I mean, it was. Mm, uh, okay, it was uh, Ryan Murphy. Uh, yes. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I because I stopped paying attention, but uh, I don't know. But it was seriously annoying, and I was just like, I'm done. I'm like, no more, no more comedy. The end. All right. Well, Do James. Let's let's um the three of us do a podcast a three like three times a week, and we'll talk about it. And like um, I think John would be great at figuring out what we need to talk about and throwing it out there. You know what I'm saying, John? Does that sound good? I can probably do that. I can probably see what's going on. Yeah, that would. It sounds fun to me. Trending. And then we could do like. A, yeah, like you that. could do that, right? You're the motherfucker that's so smart of that shit. You okay. Does that sound good? Like we do that three but then we need to call it what what was it? Two fags and a um what was it? Two fags and a uh we'll call it Two fags and a man with uh, minor brain damage. <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> Wait, no. Two fags and a stoner? Mm. How about two fags and a puff? <laughs> Because that would be like a double entendre. Because in England they say a poof, you know. Oh, that's actually good, right? Because in England they also call cigarettes fags. I know. (laughs) Trumbo. Huh? Trumbo any good? Because I'm gonna watch it if it was any good. But I'm interested in that. And like, here's the thing though, is you need to send me like things that I should watch too. Um, It shouldn't be just uh, what I would say. You should watch Tenet, even though it was bad, you should watch it. Very long though. Let's talk about... Hold on. Listen, listen, I have a question. Did any of you guys ever watch The New Adventures of Sabrina on Netflix? No. No. <laughs> no. Who you want to talk about a chef? Sorry to advise you. I'm telling you, we used to have penises. So we didn't watch The Adventures of Sabrina on Netflix. I'm sorry. 
But if you did, there's never been a swifter negation of. I'm telling you guys, I fucking love it. It's an amazing show. <laughs> I'm sorry, James. I'm just not willing to cut off my penis. <laughs> I know all you boys want me to, but it, I I can't do it. I'm I, I'm sentimentally attached, what, so do, I can't watch it. Watch the first two episodes. If you're not hooked, then you don't have to ever watch it again. Somebody told me that about a Falcon video, like in 1980. I don't know what that means, but sounds like a double on that You don't. If you did, I would worry. Um, Rhett, will you agree to that? Agree to what? What the fuck I just said? What'd you say? What were you really saying? John? John, tell Yes. I have no what idea. am I? What am I just said? I have no idea. I'm literally sitting here trying to find anything to watch, and there is nothing worth watching on my phone. It's very upsetting. I'm literally thinking about watching Beowulf or V for Vendetta. That is how bad the Netflix queue is right now. Okay. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Dude, watch fucking The Real Adventures of Sabrina, man That fucking show is awesome I'm telling I, you I just can't do it It's it, uh, it, it, Just saying those words Hurts my ears I would rather watch The Loud Atlas, which I know is an abortion Even though I haven't seen it <laughs> Then watch Sabrina <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's the thing, guys. <clears throat> Let's figure out our show, right? We've got I, fantastic. We were John. We were just looking for a third voice. All right, so we'll just call it. Um, well, it's a second uh, voice since James doesn't talk, right? I know, but that's like fine because James does. Like, honk, like fucking no. Harpo. Like what? What? Because yeah. James, <laughs> <laughs> James does talk sometimes, and especially when when um, people call in. No I've never seen so James like there. There was one t- James it can like ignite in a second. You have no idea how good he is. Um, well, let's call it. Um, I think we should just call our new show, right? Two Fags and a Puff? <laughs> All right. Or do you want to, do you have an idea of what we should call it? And we'll just do it three times a week. Sometimes maybe four. No, well, no, James. Is this. What do you think? If we're all three free. Sometimes they do it for. That's all. What do you call? What do you say? Um. What if we call it? Two fags and a butch. 
<laughs> I like that. <laughs> I'm not going to put a lesbian for the show. What? I'm not going to play a lesbian for this show. I didn't understand what he's saying. I said, I'm not going to play a lesbian for this show. Oh, okay. Well, no, I'm just saying you're a butcher, you're a butcher male. Just um, call it two F's and a B. What? I mean, if you're not comfortable typing that in, just put two F's and a B. What about two fags and a beard? You said I have a huge beard. Oh, two fags and a beard. That's great. That's perfect. Yeah, two fags and a beard. That's perfect. (laughs) Do you like that, Uh, John? Beards have always been a problem in my life. Well, you know, I, I just as a title of the show, and then we can just restart the show and not have this whatever this fucking miasma of difficulties on. We could actually actually have a real show. This girl literally told me she's like, "I will lick your asshole while you fuck his ass." Like, this yeah, well, no way wax. Yeah, well, none of that matters right now because uh, we'll use that as uh, on our next show. <laughs> she is the beard from hell, I'm telling you. Huh? She is the beard from hell, I'm telling you. Hey, have you seen Hostiles? Have I seen what? I haven't seen it. I'm going to watch it right now while I'm talking to you. Hostiles. Hostile or hostile? Hostile. Oh, no, I haven't. It's horrible. Hostile is the the same guy that did fucking um, the lobster and... Oh, well, I've seen seen, um, the the deer, the, the death of a deer. Killing in the sacred deer and yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, in, I I actually enjoyed um okay. I enjoyed the death of a sacred deer. I enjoyed it. That one I haven't um, seen yet. I've seen all the other oh I haven't seen the death of a sacred deer yet. I'm dying. And what was the uh, what was the first one? Oh, the lobster. The lobster lobster was a very. It was an excruciating movie, but I still kind of enjoy it. Excruciating movies. Yeah. It was excruciating, but it was. But the the reason that it brings you in is because there's a humor, but like it's like ay 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I like. Uh, I felt like I was watching the movie. It's a chore. 
And so, like, okay, watch, you know, you know how, how it goes, John. It's like you're, they, they, you know, certain filmmakers ask you to watch a movie to just prove that you're smart to them. And it's like, ah, I'm over it. You know, I've, I've read things. I, I'm smart. I, I, I don't need this shit, you know. So, yeah, that's how I felt with him a little bit. But the, the wounding of a sacred deer was actually, I felt, like, good. It, like, it was, it was good. I liked it. <laughs> I didn't see the village coming at all. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was good. Yeah. I love that movie. It's the same kind all of All right. Like, Listen, guys. I think that um, this is all falling apart because we're all drunk, but I think this is a great idea that we could do just like three times a week. Um, But John, and I'll text you, it's going to fall on you on like kind of, you're going to be the person who's going to be like, okay, well, um, this is what we're going to talk about. Is that cool? Sure. Really? Yep. What nice. What's going on in the background? Okay. Is that cool? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. James, are you there? Yep. All right. So let's figure out a new name of the podcast, and we already have, right? What's it going to be? Two fries and a beer, right? Okay, great. And then um, let's figure out the next time we're going to talk, okay? All right. All right. Are you okay, James? Yeah, I'm fine. (laughs) Okay. John, are you okay? I'm good. All right. Okay, I'll talk to you all later. Okay. Bye, guys. Okay, bye-bye. Bye, guys.